Well, hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, you know, I was thinking to myself, today I had to go do a meeting and do some stuff, and well, I just got back in the truck here on the mountain. I was thinking about this thought of Satan and how it is that we have come to blow it up into this big thing and give it all kinds of power. But that isn't what Jesus said. Jesus said this thought has no power except the power we give it. And he also, you know, if you look at that Garden of Eden when the serpent came in the garden, do you really think the serpent was in the garden or was it in the head of Adam and Eve? Because see, that's what we have. We have a serpent in our head. Now what it's called, it's called a serpent because, well, it's got a forked tongue. So it allows you to tell you half truths. So it can say that um, this is going to feel good and you go do it, but it forgot to tell you that because you're doing something selfish that's gonna cause other people suffering, that it's going to cause you guilt and fear in the long run, see? And then later on, that's what the other half of the tongue that thought of Satan will use is to give you guilt and fear. So that's the whole thing about this thought of Satan. It's not that it has power over you, it's just a thought. It's not something you have to be afraid of. It's just to let go of that, you have to get to know this Jesus because Jesus told you how to find the kingdom. And because people say that, you know, they, you know, they believe that they're forgiven, but then they hold everybody else accountable. Well, friend, that isn't what Jesus was talking about. He said that those, even in the Lord's prayer, that those that give forgiveness will receive it. He didn't say that if you didn't give forgiveness, that you'd still receive it anyway. See, that's what everybody else is saying, but they didn't really read Jesus. They didn't read parable after parable, and the kingdom is like, the kingdom is like. I mean, there's just riddle after riddle, parable after parable of telling you that John 3.16 is only true if everything Jesus said is true, and therefore you have to understand it. But that's how you take this power, this thought of Satan. And it's not about perfection. It's not about you getting it perfect. It's about relationship with God and becoming aware of your thoughts and seeking the Holy Spirit, which is your holy thought. Just like your thought of Satan is your selfishness and your fear, your thought of the love of Christ, which is the love of my Father, is the thought of love and forgiveness. And it will give to another what it seeks for yourself. And that is love. Unless you don't, then because you don't want it, you won't get it. That's okay. You you know, you have free will. So that's what I wanted to mention. And the other thing was that in Revelation, it also said that this thought of Satan had no power and that it was merely a thought, but we would manifest it into flesh. So when you see what it really is, it's selfishness, right? So... The way that we manifested it into flesh was we've created a thing called a publicly traded corporation, which doesn't exist. It is what is not yet is because it merely exists on paper and by laws, but it really doesn't exist. But even though it doesn't exist except on paper, it has the rights of United States citizens First Citizens United versus the FCC. 
so they have the rights to buy and sell our politicians and all that other stuff. So basically everything we do has become kind of in worship to them, even though we don't want to. It's just the way it is because that's the way retirement is. Friend, if you got a retirement, it's based on that 401k, a publicly traded company. So even if you don't want the corporations to rule everything, you still do because your retirement's dependent on it. We've kind of become slaves to these things. Now, I'm not expecting anybody to stop them, and Jesus just said, use them against themselves. So that's what I do. I'm sure that a corporation owns Anchor, which is by Spotify, it says, which is what... So, you know, it's a corporation, and so therefore, I'm using the corporations to help me talk about how to be less selfish, which is to be less corporate. So I'm not talking about that you ought to quit your job or go retire or do any of that. I'm saying that when you realize what's going on, you can stop making your life about what it is you have and start making it about what it is you're being. And you can do that through seeking that Jesus and coming to know that the world the purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience and love gives to another what it is it would seek for itself so if you want to love the father then you give to the father what it is you'd want for yourself and if you love your neighbor then you would give to your neighbor what it is you seek for yourself so if you want forgiveness then you would give it to your neighbor because that's the purpose See, this whole thought that Satan could actually stand against my father and that my father needs to create a war, friend, that's really blasphemy if you ask me because I'll tell you what, this thought of God is so great that if it wanted that thought of Satan gone, it would be gone in a second. Because everybody says that that was my father's greatest creation, this thought of Lucifer, yet it went astray. So what you're saying is my father created imperfection even in his most perfect aspect, and that's doesn't make any sense if God's perfect, does it? So this isn't about understanding what other people tell you to believe in God. It's about understanding what Jesus said and start to really tear that message apart. Now, I don't expect you to believe the word I say. I don't want you to believe me. I want you to go read what Jesus said, not what Paul said, not what Moses said, what Jesus said. Because I'm going to tell you, if you do the things that Jesus asked you to do, you will be clear that he is the Son of God because you'll realize that everything he was talking about brought you to a place called the kingdom. And that's a place of peace and love. And even though you have it, once you get it, you have to give it. And if you don't give it, then you'll lose it. And he said that in parable after parable too. So the only way to get this kingdom is to give it. And then the only way to keep it is to keep giving it. So you got to become like that farmer and start start throwing your seed. Now, I'm not talking about the way I'm doing it. You've got to seek the Holy Spirit and find out what it is you're supposed to do. Some feed the hungry, some clothe the naked, some go visit those in prison, some help the disabled, some just help their neighbors. It doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit will show you the right way to do this. And But you have to seek the Holy Spirit, which is your holy thought. And the only way to really clearly understand it and know it well is to get to know that Jesus because he laid down a path to the kingdom for anybody that wants to take the journey. But he did say that the path was narrow and 
you know, it's not an easy task. You have to weigh the cost of building that tower and figure out if you're willing to pay the price, because that's what Jesus said. Jesus said there was a price to it. But I'll tell you what, being of this world's got an even greater price than that, see? All of this selfishness and suffering that's going on, everybody wanting to have more, giving less because they got to keep more for themselves because they're afraid. Friend, that's the thought of Satan scaring you to death all the time. And I'm not talking about giving it power because I'm telling you it's got no power. This thought is nothing more than what my father created for the purpose that it has, and that is to give you free will. You can't choose to know God's love if you don't have two thoughts. See, if you only had one thought, if he didn't create this other thought, then he would not know love by experience because you would love him because it was your only choice, your only option. So he created a second thought, which is ingenious, friend, when you look at it. God is is a genius. He knows exactly how to create experience for himself. But it goes far beyond that, and I can't go into too much detail, because the more I talk, the less you'll believe. But what you need to do is just seek out this Jesus and start reading his message. Give up what they told you to believe at church. Quit listening to Moses and Paul. Jesus told you at the end of the age that, you know, you were going to have to do what needs to be done. And I'm telling you, friend, get some oil for your lamp and start reading that Jesus. And he is the oil for the lamp because he will give you everything you need to keep your light shining. But if you don't, well, then your light goes out. Friend, I'm a person that my light's going out over and over. I'm not here to claim perfection. I'm here to tell you that I screwed this all. And the only reason I'm sitting here talking on this video, even though I know everybody's going to judge me for it, is because this is how I get my oil. Because now that I've been given the kingdom, the only way to keep it is to give it away. And I do have the kingdom, except when I don't, and that's when I make some sort of selfish choice and have a selfish thought, and then I have to ask God for forgiveness, friend. This isn't about perfection. I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk about how it is you can find what it is you're looking for if you want to know love by experience. And that's what everybody really wants in this world. They just don't realize it. You know, why is it that people want to own things to make other people look up to them? Because they want to be loved. What they don't realize is the more power you get, the less people love you. And all they really want to do is have the power you have, which actually becomes more threatening than not. Because then they're trying to figure out how to get what is yours. So it's just much better to seek to give to another what it is you'd seek for yourself and get to know this love of Christ and then do what he asked. So that's all I come on here to say this morning was just to say that if you want this kingdom, it's yours to have, but those that want it have to give it away. And the more you give, the more you'll get. And the more you get, the more you have to give. And But if you go and block the end of the hose and you start keeping it all for yourself, because I'm not talking money here, friend. The only thing I'm talking about when it comes to the kingdom is love. He used money and he hid this stuff in parables and riddles. But he told you the truth of it all, but you have to listen to it and understand it, which means you have to want it more than you want the world. Because, friend, this world is insane. I'm watching Christians kill other people and justify it in the name of insanity. 
Here's my dilemma. I think Jesus was exactly right in what he said, because Jesus said, why do you save your life? If you give your life for me, you'll receive eternal life. Well, the question the Holy Spirit posed to me was, if I'm supposed to believe in Jesus and believe that I'm going to get a greater death in my life, and I go kill someone in defense that doesn't know Jesus and it's going to go to eternal hell, was that an act worth having? I'm going to send someone to hell in order to keep myself from going to heaven. So I'm afraid to go where I tell everybody I'm going, and I'm willing to send you to eternal suffering to get it. Now, that doesn't make sense to me. But this whole thought of Satan, as far as this eternal hell thing, that doesn't make any sense either, because that doesn't make God love. Yet I tell you, hell is here now, and if you don't choose different, then you're going to get to experience what it is you give to another. That's just the way it is. That's what Jesus was talking about. So hell isn't a place, it's a state of mind. It's a place without love, without joy. It's a place of fear where you have to hide your thoughts from the only love that can save you, which is the Father. So, and this kingdom is found in the eternal moment of now. In another book called Course of Miracles, it's called the Holy Instant. I don't care what you call it, that's what it is. It's an instant you have. It's not something that you get and keep. It's something that you get and give away. And the more you give, the more you receive. And the more you receive, the more you have to give. But no sense in keeping it, because when you keep it for yourself, then you end up losing what you gained. And then you end up back in the world doing what the world does, and that's seeking insanity for no reason except for selfishness. And that just doesn't bring my father's kingdom to this world. So you think my father's bringing this kingdom, but we're going to do it. We're going to make this choice. But how much darkness and how dark will it have to get before the next generation finally says enough is enough. This selfishness is not right. And friend, I leave that choice to you because each of us have to make this choice for ourselves. I can't save you. You have to save yourself. But only if you decide to. So anyway, friend, I just hope you make this choice so that you can find a greater love and have a greater joy. And with that being said, may God bless you and yours.